This is the Leapcast, where we talk about how today's current events impact your real life. If you are tired of politics or you are just exhausted from the spin, this show is for you. My name is Andrew Lieb, and every week I host a talk radio show breaking down the news from an independent point of view. We discuss real estate, business, and your health. Hear from the experts and learn the truth on the Leapcast. Personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lieb. Lauren, I'm getting smack from our listeners, smack talk from our listeners, because we weren't on the air for Thanksgiving, apparently. Um, it's Good Friday. I mean, the day after Thanksgiving, that's when we would have had a podcast. I mean, we were. We're, we're honoring we're religion. And I don't know if you heard today, Rios and I were having a conversation about it. But apparently, Jesus doesn't like Windex. What? Um, yeah. What? So, yeah, what? Jesus is anti-Windex. Lauren, what? So we ordered from Instacart to the office, and our guy was named Jesus. Jesus. It said Jesus, and he <laughs> and he he replaced okay. the Windex with something else. So if you're a believer, I just want you to know Windex is off the charts these days. You can't <laughs> use that. And I'm just Wait, I've, he I learned. Just decided on his own that he was going to replace it. I can't tell you if it was on his own. I can tell you I got an alert on my phone and it said Jesus replaced your Windex so <laughs> I just feel like I, that was like a sign to me and I'm anti-Windex now and what's that spray called what's that spray called Rios that we use um, Lauren for the um, windows the one we like the glass cleaner. The glass cleaner uh, is much better than Windex. Sure Jesus is. knows, Rios knows, I know. Everyone, Windex is like so your mother's your mother's glass cleaner. The one from the car wash that makes the white spray, that's that's the good the stuff. Foam. The foam spray. Like I, I think but anyway, the point of the matter is, yeah, it was Good Friday. Yeah, it was Thanksgiving. I apologize to our listeners that I had how many people did I have sleep over? I'm gonna say eighty thousand. It was like it was it was about 15 or 16. Cheryl was competing with us. She had almost as many people in her house. Um, and, uh, you know, here's, I'm going to rat Cheryl out. She invites people over before she gets, uh, like, a couch for them to sit on. So, like, they were going to have to sit crisscross applesauce on, uh, on the floor. And, but, but it came not, through, but it came oh, through. Oh, it did? Well, you, uh, what do you mean? Like, why are you surprised it came through? Like, imagine someone letting Cheryl down. Like, they may as well just kill themselves. <laughs> it's just easier. Like, I imagine, like, they stole it from someone else's house. It was, like, delivered to someone's house. And the, the company, the CEO got on the phone with someone, like, go just take it from their just front. Just go it. take it. Go move take it. it. Burgers house. called us. Burger, get, go get the stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I think my designer was ready to like jump off a bridge after that whole yeah. <laughs> We we had people sleeping over. So uh, our family comes from far and wide and my cousins and I like we want to have like a fun festive time and what I mean by that is without alcohol we hate each other. So we want to get really really drunk and then we all get along great. But nobody got drunk. I drank. Um Nobody got drunk. I didn't yell at anyone. Uh. So we had people that RSVP, Cheryl. Most people RSVP like for an event, like when you invite them, like a few months in advance. Well, we decided in August that we were going to have Thanksgiving. August? Why yeah. so early? Uh, because it's very competitive with spouses mm. and um, blended families of who gets to do what. Just like this, my father's doesn't love me he wants to go to my brother because and you tell me you have older siblings lauren so you might be able to help me on this my father says i've always been going to your brothers and it's a tradition my brother's 11 years older than me he was doing thanksgiving when i was in junior high 
I don't see how that's a fair uh, assessment that it's a tradition. When someone's that much older than you, it becomes impossible that you ever get the tradition. So like my father didn't come. Lauren's mother, she decided that she's a very important aunt. And to be an aunt is more important than to be a grandparent, apparently, Alicia. And I'm very dis- no guilt trip. No, it's no. like it's like <laughs> I, like Lauren yeah, cried. Uh, you know how many days Lauren cried about anyway. That was mean, Andrew. It wasn't me. I'm not apologizing. I'm sticking up for my wife here. And so the thing of it is, the thing of it is, is that in, I'm answering you. We had to do it so far in advance because we already lost parents, two of our parents, the grandparents. They didn't even want to come. Yeah. So we had to act swiftly before my cousins who live in New Orleans made us pay $1,500 for plane tickets to go to their house. I'm not going to New Orleans unless it's Mardi Gras. This is true. You know, and like, how do you have Creole turkey? It's like a weird little combo. Like, I get the Spanish turkey. I don't get the French turkey. That's just some weird stuff. Like, I don't know if I can handle that. So, we anyway, my sister, we'll just pause there for a second. My sister decides two days before that she's sleeping over. And we're like, well, people are sleeping everywhere. We don't, we don't, like, what do you want us to do about it? And she's like, well, uh, we'll sleep anywhere. It'll be okay. We're like, all right, but we don't have blankets or pillows. But like. she's like, it was totally fine without her having a pillow or a But that's blanket. not what she thought. She like gave you a whole attitude. And this is what Lauren goes, do you think we're running a youth hostel here? I just figured you'd enjoy it. Like, but anyway, you know what really matters? And for all these people, they're worried about Jesus and, and, the, and the Windex. Or they're worried about youth hostel. I don't know how any of you can even miss the Liebcast. And I, that's hard for me to say because I'm so self-involved. But no, it's true. Like I, like I would think on Friday, on Good Friday, you would be praying for another extra episode of Liebcast instead of anyway. But you know what happened? There was the biggest sporting event, in my belief, since the U.S. played Russia in ice hockey, the miracle on ice in 1980. The U.S. just beat Iran, the mullahs. We, be- we beat Iran in the World Cup one nothing. How that's not the only thing people are talking about right now. Like, and I don't know if you saw these Iranians, Cheryl, um, on the, uh, I-, I think they, in a protest, I'm not sure because they didn't tell us because they don't want to get killed, but they, um, they apparently didn't sing their pledge or something like that. Did you see this thing, Cheryl? I, I think they sat silent, right? Like they just stood there silently and didn't sing their own national anthem. Yeah, like, and I'm I'm worried for them. So I'd like to inv- invite them. Um, only the defense, though, because they got shut out. We don't want the forwards on our team. But if the defense wants to defect, we they're pretty good defense. So maybe they could come. And I think that that is we should be worried about the World Cup. Like the soccer is really good, and I have to tell you, these Europeans. And I got a gripe to pick, Cheryl. They get mad at us. They they, they don't like when we call it soccer. And they, they call football. it that's what they say. Football. But football. did you know did you know that England is who invented the word soccer? I did not know. I, I did, did not, not know. know that. Yeah, so nice those, those stupid Brits they <laughs> they invented this because apparently football was like a really ancient game. And football isn't the football that we know or the soccer that they know, or for that matter, rugby. They're all from the same game. It's an ancient game. And so it was actually from 
um, uh, English, English. Their club soccer is where they came up with the name soccer, and then they abandoned it, and then they talked down on us. They go, stupid American, and they 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 don't it's think not an English accent. How do you say it, Lauren? <laughs> do it. Uh, You're such a judge. Wait, Lauren Rios, can you do an English accent? I cannot. Do you know? Do you know what would be great though? Is instead of doing that, we just I envision in my head. Do you know? Um, Todd Chrisley. I just think about him in my head. Like imagine him doing it as a as a because he's fabulous. This guy's fabulous. Do you know about this guy? No. Cheryl, he's American. Yeah, yeah, but he everything he does, like if he says it, it's fabulous. Because the the, no, do you ever watch that show? Chrisley knows best. I have not, but I do know he's going to jail. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't watch it anymore. So it's, it's done. <laughs> Apparently, should, should have a reality show from jail. It would be great. So he would tell you how you were stupid and he was smart and he can make all this money. And apparently it's very easy to be smart when you commit tax fraud. Yeah, they make about 40% more. <laughs> <laughs> oops, 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 oops. But speaking of that, there is so much news we missed. So many things that have been going on while I was drinking, not with my family. Apparently, they didn't drink. Only I was drinking. Apparently, during this Iran future defection, we're going to take them. So much going on, like the litany of topics that we have missed in just two weeks. Breaking out December, the end of 2022 is on fire. And it's good that I don't have Chris Lee Knows Best anymore because I would have been so distracted watching that show. He was so charismatic and what a house and she would... He looked a little, you know... And so, but like, I don't know. Like, I was so into this whole... and. Anyway, did you guys see, first of all, I'm just going to give you some headlines. I'm going to go, I'm going to give a litany of headlines. There's just so much. And you'll, you'll get to decide which one I think is the most important because I have a definite favorite. But we start off with the fact that the Trumpster also, like Chrisley, has tax problems. And the Trumpster's tax problems start off, he has two tax problems, the Trumpster. Number one tax problem, number one, is that in resting their case against the Trump organization, they, they, Cheryl, did you see what happened? Mm-mm. Oh, as they were resting their case, they, they did a little bit of a heck up and got a little fight with the judgey and not a really good way to end. And then they go, Weisselberg, the CFO was doing it for himself, not for us. Like, give me a break. And so it, it, it's not looking good for the Trump organization, but more importantly, this week, the House Judiciary Committee, no, not the Judiciary, the Ways and Means Committee got Trump's tax returns. The Ways and Means Committee got Trump's tax returns, and they finally got it. The U.S. Supreme Court, it, it was stayed by Roberts until November 1st, but guess what? Guess what? We now have the tax return. What do they? What do they say? What are the tax? I didn't get the tax yeah. returns. Did oh. you get the tax? You don't returns? get a private copy. They signed it to leave. Oh, bummer. No. So they got the tax. Well, what? Why would you want to know the tax returns of the Trumpster Rios? Why would you know why you'd want to know? What do you think? Why would you want to see what the tax returns say? To make sure that he's paying 
the appropriate amount. Yeah, maybe that's important. Maybe sure he's not doing tax fraud because, after all, wouldn't that be an amazing reality show of Chris Lee knows best bunking up with Trump in jail? <laughs> yes. Like, I'm just telling you, I'm that's, casting. Oh, my God. Hair and makeup. I'm casting. Who like, would um, get top bunk or who would get bottom? I, oh, well. I don't know that you got to say bunk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Chris Lee. <laughs> so... so Cheryl, why do you think that these tax returns are so interesting? Well, for the reason cited by Lauren, but also this goes to the very heart of all the cases against him in terms of the uh, in terms of his um, failure to pay all the taxes of his corporation and himself. Right? Isn't that the ongoing issue here? Well, not for the Ways and Means Committee. That's the ongoing issue with the New York. In New York, we have two different ongoing issues. One is the Manhattan DA, who hasn't officially closed the case, the criminal probe where they indicted the Weisselberg um, about saying that they deflated their valuations for purposes of taxes. And at the same time, the New York AG Attorney General, Tish James, bringing the civil lawsuit for 250 million buckaroonies and really going after this Trump organization. Jerry has a receiver in charge of this thing. Um, he created Trump too. And saying that they, when they would get loans, they would say, oh no, it's worth a lot more than it's really worth. So I have good securitization. But that's not why the Ways and Means Committee necessarily wants it. Lauren, why do you think the Ways and Means Committee, why does a citizen, someone voting, care? Why is Nancy Pelosi today saying, hey, we have to have all future presidents given out their tax returns? Why do we care about someone running for office and their tax returns? It's a good question, Lauren. Because they want to make sure they're not going to make policy based off of what's going to benefit them. Well, sort of what's going to benefit them, or I would say a different way. Who they owe? Why don't we oh, go with that? Yeah, yeah, Who yeah, they yeah. owe? Don't you want to know? Let's if, make a deal. Yeah, with like, the people that you know. Yeah, you? like I want to know if the person I'm voting for is saying, you know what, that policy is a good policy, but really that's a good policy, so that person doesn't have to pay back two hundred million dollars. Like I want to know, like if you're mm -hmm. borrowing money from the Chinese or the Russians, and then you're negotiating foreign policy with the Iranians. I want to know how this all goes together. And so the Republicans are much better at strategy. We talk about that on the Liebcast all the time. You know what the Republicans said after this? When they got right. when the Ways and Means got it, Cheryl, did you hear what they said? I did not. Oh, so what they said is who cares? And they why do they say who cares? They say who cares because guess what? The Republicans what? won the house. And they might have four people. They might have a few more. They don't have a good majority. We think Kevin McCarthy is going to be in charge, which I, I, I'm not a fan of. But um, Kevin likes to be volatile. He likes to create culture wars. I would like someone that got something done instead of creating culture wars. But when the Republicans get majority, they're going to control the House Ways and Means Committee. And if they control the House Ways and Means Committee before the Democratic-controlled House Ways and Means Committee can do anything with the tax returns, who cares? Who cares? Who cares that they got the tax returns? That's Isn't that a Republican talking point? Like, this is a lot of nothing. Great. You got the tax returns, but we're going to have the committee in a few weeks, so tough noogies. Yeah. But 
what's dumb, and no one's talking about this. I did it on TV this week, and I don't even think the host understood when I said it, Cheryl. But mm-hmm. the uh, the United States Code, the IRC, the Internal Revenue Code, at Section 6103F, right? This is the right. section that was before the court about giving the House Ways and Means Committee the tax returns. It says paraphrasing, that the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee can request them, and he gets them. And you know what it also says, though? It has a comma. It says the chairman, the chairman of the Senate Finance Committee can also ask for them. So the real question, dumb Democrats, dumb Democrats, is why hasn't Chairman Richard Neal, who's the chairman of the Senate Finance Committee, you know, the same Senate where the Democrats are automatically going to have at least 50 votes, even if they lose Georgia, they're going to keep the finance committee. The question becomes a Democratic chairman is a chairman of the Senate Finance Committee. The U.S. Supreme Court just upheld a law, Section 6103F, that says that's valid, that says the chairman of the Ways and Means Committee of the House or the chairman of the Finance Committee of the Senate, if they request the president or vice president's tax returns, they get them. So why isn't it that the day this decision happened, Neil, Chairman Neil, what's going on with you? You should be on day one as soon as the Supreme Court made this decision. There should have been a press release that said, Chairman Richard Neal of the Finance Committee of the Senate has demanded Trump's tax returns. And then who cares what the House does and who cares when there's a change in power? Because we're going to find out, as Rio said, did he pay his taxes? Mm -hmm. As Cheryl said, there's these criminal and civil investigations. As Lauren and I say, we want to understand why he's motivated to make decisions. Who, as I put it, who he's indebted to, but more importantly, it's not even about Trump. It's not even about Trump. Like, yes, it's about Trump, but the Trumpster is going to be with Chris Lee knows best. Like, he's busy. The guy is going to be the bottom. It's going to be power bottom. But he's going to be on Chris Lee knows best. It's going to be great. I sent him soap <laughs> on a rope. Needs, oh, I was going to say he needs soap on a rope. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. What's better yet, though, right now, what's better yet is that we know we know right now that any future president or vice president, if the Senate chairman of the Finance Committee or the House chairman of the Ways and Means Committee requests the tax returns, they get the tax returns. So all future presidents are in check that we have an avenue to get there. Checks and balance. Yes. Well, it's good. And when Trump and Chris Lee are in jail, they can, they can rest assured that the FDA is going to permit and because I know they're worried about social justice issues, the FDA is made a statement. I don't know if you've read this, Lauren. Although we do not have a specific timeline for when our analysis will be complete, the agency believes the initial data from the study, taken the context of other data available from blood surveillance in the U.S. and in other countries, will likely support a policy to individual risk-based donor screening questions for reducing the risk of HIV transmission in English the LGBT community is going to be able to donate blood. That's huge. And that's going to be really, that's like, we had, I told you, lots of news. That was awesome. Like, 
if you're not pro LGBT community, I hate you, but that's another story on a whole nother thing because why not just like people doing whatever they're doing? Like, I don't know, I'm pro every race. I'm pro every religion. I'm pro every orientation. I'm pro, and you people that uh, go that's so woke, you just don't have empathy. There's like a difference. Like, use the woke to be offensive. Like, stereotype and corner. Like, you see DeSantis going, and he goes on TV, he goes, this is where woke goes to die. So let me translate in English. This is where going to care about other people doesn't happen. That's what he's saying. I just want you to understand. He's saying... In our state, we only are self-absorbed. And if what we do hurts someone else, and it wouldn't hurt us to help someone else, the hell with that because we have no empathy. That's their motto. I just want you to understand that's what DeSantis said, where woke goes to die. And woke. And people don't even know that they are agreeing with that. That's the saddest part. There are so many people who aren't. Well, racist and who aren't um, against gay people that believe that woke people are are bad. You know because why? Of the messaging. Because Republicans are better at media. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you yeah. that yeah. it. I find liberal fringe people that want to make every pronoun that we're talking about in every bathroom the most annoying people I ever met in my life. <laughs> I just want to put that out there, but that you're doesn't mean you're pro woke, and you're also no. Yeah. I, but, but I'm trying to tell you, you can be both. You can say, let's not make a big issue about everything. But on the same note, if I'm talking to someone, they're sitting across from me, and they got an issue, and me having caring—that's what empathy is—about them can make their day better. That's what I'm going with. So Lauren Rios, if you want to be called Shira, warrior of princess. Warrior princess before I don't call her Miss Miss Rios. What if she demanded Shira. all bathrooms say Shira on? Sure, it. whatever. Who cares? Because in the Liebcast, it's where woke lives because we understand woke just means empathy. So I want you to know, forgetting all that, forgetting woke, forgetting empathy, forgetting being nice to people because it's nice to be nice. Just being a complete utter jackass. Let's be Floridian. So in Florida right now. You are having a blood issue. You know when you have a blood issue? Yeah, they, all the time. Like People when you're having have surgery. Like I don't. We learn. You were in a car accident. You lose blood. You have to go to the hospital. They don't have anybody matching blood type. What happens? Don't you think it's smart that instead of having a dumb, archaic, sexist, discriminatory, stupid policy that says? LGBT people can't donate blood because we created negative connotations and stereotypes in the HIV pandemic, which turned out not to be true about the LGBT community. We have now been hurting ourselves for years. I just want to tell you as a community, because there's situations, and we learn this from Gray's Anatomy, Lauren. Well, that's where we learn all, all of our medical. Meredith <laughs> taught us, Meredith taught us that hospitals need blood donations. They and do. when members of the LGBT community are willing to donate blood, I'm just putting that out there, and they don't have individual risk assessments, like someone's in a same-sex marriage. Like, that's not a risk assessment. That's not risky behavior. You're in Is it science advanced enough where they could test the blood well, to make sure the blood doesn't have HIV in it? Well, the agency, the FDA, is coming out with guidance there in the coming months 
where they're going to change this. And I have to tell you, so there's twofold of reasons why I'm bringing this up that I like and I think it's important. One reason, as I'm sure that Trump and Chris Lee knows best when they're in jail together are going to be thinking and agreeing with me about is because Trump's going to have a whole different thing. He's done with the woke. Once he goes to jail, he's going to he's going to be very uh, responsive to other communities. He's going to oh, say he's going to write a book how to master. He can't write. He has ghostwriters. He'll get something. Anyway, so he go. He's going to say he's going to say he's going to say that. Listen, this is good. Because why should we be discriminatory against people? Let's just love everyone. He's going to be like the Beatles. And then the second reason why this is good is for all those people that are self-involved, don't have empathy, don't have anything else. When you want blood and the blood can actually save your life, can actually save your life, right? Wouldn't you take blood from anyone? Yeah. Right? Or die. Right. But guess what? These dumbass parents. I don't know if you read about these dumbass parents. There's a lot of them. Dumb parents. Ready? Dumb yeah. Parents. Ready? Check this out. No, no. Dumbass. Never, never no. read a mom no, no, group no, no, on no, Facebook. No, no, okay. no, no, not dumb. Dumbass. Okay. They have a four-month-old baby that needs heart surgery. Did you not read about this? I think it's in Australia, but I could be wrong. They have a four-month-old baby that needs heart surgery, and they said they will not permit the heart surgery and allow their kid to die if it's tainted by a vaccinated person. What? <laughs> I just need to tell you that, Cheryl. Like, oh. so when we're when we're talking about like this is why this is Does that why mean like measles vaccine too? No, they're they're, is... they're talking about just COVID, Laura. Okay. The Rona, the Rona. Uh, it's that stuff from the lab, you know, the Rona. And but I have to tell you, Cheryl, that's why woke people on the fringe of the Democratic side get overkill. They get overkill on their empathy because they read this and they go. You're going to let your fucking kid die because you're afraid of, like, honestly. Blood of somebody who had a vaccine that I gotta was tell you, tested? If I was four months old and the only blood I can get, and don't misunderstand, I want this. I do not want this. Do not understand. But if the only blood I can get and I was going to die of a heart disease right then if I didn't get it and I needed it, I would take the HIV blood. At least you die yeah. later. Like, who wants the blood? Buy some time before science can like, fix it. Like, yeah. and this blood is vaccinated blood. Like, I don't know. People aren't dropping like flies from the vaccine. I know. It's like they should have right. had just a mass amount of people die. Maybe they're waiting for like the year 2030. So and that year, they're I mean, all so just going to drop live with dead. HIV, and people live with HIV and AIDS now for a very long period of time. Like the death rate is not. Look at Magic Johnson. The dude is killing it. Like he doesn't yeah. even have any trace of this stuff. But again, it's not even they have HIV blood. They have vaccinated blood, which is tainted. So my point being that I think that when a liberal fringe person reads that they get extra woke and i guess the reason why i think that conservatives hate liberals is that moment when they get triggered and they get extra woke and they go on a rampage like i just did it makes someone go oh well we hate you they already but, tuned you up but off. instead yeah. no but instead what the liberals should be doing is instead of talking about why the parents are terrible parents and they are and cps or whatever in their country exists should take away the kid and just so you know, there's a court case going on right now that um, that's when you lose custody of your kid. When you decide- when you make a decision that's going to kill them. Yeah, that's that's you when you lose it. should not be parented. That's the one. Yeah. And, but what we- <laughs> just, we, just a little bit. What we instead have to do is we have to talk about empathy. Like we need people on the right and on the left that aren't on the fringe right and left in the center 
that says it's okay, it's okay, it's okay to be worried about vaccines. It is okay to be worried about vaccines. It's not okay to be so worried about vaccines that you're willing to die to prove your point. Like there, that's the well, conversation we need to have. Yeah. yeah, it's just insane. And so I think that's really what the biggest problem is. I'm a, you want to talk about extremists? You know, you heard about the Stuart Rhodes and Kelly Meggs. Like, like these people get so riled up. You ever take the red pill? What? No. no. Yeah, what what's that? that? Sudafed? You don't know about the red pill? No. Do you ever see no. the Matrix? Oh, yeah, the Matrix. The so, pill, that's right. Yeah, so there's oh. a red pill. There's a red pill, and we had an alarm go off, and you didn't put the red pill in your mouth. You missed it. <laughs> because the point is, the point is that in life, you have two choices. Which pill are you going to take? Isn't that what everything goes? Are you going to take the one that conforms and follow everything that you're listening to, right? Isn't that a question? Or the other one taking the red pill? It's an expression, just so we're on the same page. And the people, the people these parents of the four-month-old, they took the red pill. The red pill means that you're not going to listen to the man because you're getting manipulated. The, they're manipulating you. That's what they're doing. The government's trying to control you. So what you're going to do is you're going to do your research and you're going to find out what's right and what's wrong. And you're going to go on the internet and you're going to search and you're going to find flaws in people's argument. And they're lying to you. You know, the mainstream like media changes when you're being this person. I'm just telling you what happens with the red pill. You you realize that the mainstream media is tr all saying one thing, but if you go on Twitter, a thousand people are saying the other thing. So even though the mainstream media probably did fact checking and corroborated sources, because a thousand people are saying it on one side and only three mainstream media sources are saying this side, the red pill says believe the thousand. And this guy Rhodes, Stuart Rhodes, oh my oath keeper, this guy, Stuart Rhodes, and his gal, Kelly Meggs, they took the red pill. And they believe that they're patriots. And they believe that January 6th wasn't an insurrection, but it was protecting our country because they took the red pill. They really believe it because they believe you can't conform and do what you're told by the man because the man is controlling you and there's a global cabal that's trying to control everyone. And we need to work together because when you search on the internet and you go into the deep web, you're going to find things about what's going on there and the man's going to get you. And it's all about the drugs they're trying to control you with, with that. Stuart Rhodes and Kelly Meggs were the first people in roughly, I don't know, since the 90s, what is that, over 30 years, to be convicted of seditious conspiracy when two or more people conspire to overthrow the authority of the U.S. by force. And those two fuckers are going to jail for at least 20 years each just on that ground, setting aside that there was 13 counts and they have some other ones that also carry 20 years or more. Because people... Thanksgiving was great. It was. And we did listen to Jesus and stop with getting the Windex. Is that a thing? Can we look on Twitter for I, that? I'm telling you what he texted <laughs> me. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you take the wrong pill and you think the world is going to get you and you think that Everything around you is a conspiracy. And you think that people that are nagging and annoying are enough 
to lose your empathy and enough to alienate the woke and to say to yourself, hey, listen, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I, I am going to be all about me and my worldview. That's how you become the Iranians who were quiet for their own national anthem. That's how you have unrest in Iran. And that's why this USA beat them one nothing. This is the Liebcast. Find us on social media at Listen to Lieb or visit listentoleeb.com.